What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Marvin Fields, a.k.a. The Professor Marvin Fields, coming to you live off this podcast with Life With Distinction. And once again, I kind of told you guys on that first episode when we were talking about mental breaks, we were going to have a, a VIP guest. We don't do special guests. We do VIP. Everybody else does special guests because they're, they're normal and born. But we got a VIP guest today. I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell him who he is real quick. So without further ado, go ahead, Mr. VIP. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? My name is Lamar. Um, everyone knows me as SK. And me, I'm a kind of a jack of all trades, but I try to focus on three things. I'm a producer. I'm also a streamer. Uh, but there's something else. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that towards the end of the day because I got a bit of a special announcement to make. Um, and I know they usually do the... the yeah, you know, norm, normally, um, you know, most podcasts or shows or YouTube videos, they normally, you know, give the props or the way to connect with somebody or the guests that they have on their show at the end. But we're going to do something a little different because, ladies and gentlemen, like I told you before, we're, we're not normal. We're, we're different. All right. So we're going to actually do how to connect with you in the beginning and we're going to do it in the end. So tell us how to get with you when you're streaming, when you're uh, doing music. When you're doing uh, pretty much anything, anything that you're doing, how do we get in connection with you? All right, so not a problem. So if you're looking on me on any of the social media sites, whether it be on Instagram, on Facebook, there's going to be a couple more launching on TikTok. Um, Twitter, of course, is going to be the SK brand, the SK brand. Twitch and Mixer is going to be SK the Grizzly. Um, that's for everything. The SK Produced, which is the music. The SK uh, the Grizzly, which is the gaming side. And uh, like I said, there's something a little bit later on. And we'll touch on that subject a little bit later. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, before we get into uh, the actual podcast information, you know, it's, it, from how I was affected, I'm pretty sure you was affected in a lot of uh, of people around the world, not just in America, was affected. You know, we gotta we gotta give our dues and, our, and pay our respect to uh, a legend that passed uh, a few days ago. Um, I literally grew up watching this dude from the beginning to when you know I, this was the first cat I ever heard getting drafted out of high school to right. you know seeing him dunk and I've never seen somebody kick their leg back to where it's almost like he's doing a butt kick and, and slamming the ball at the same time. Uh, we lost uh, uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant. Um, he lost uh, his daughter as well, and then there were some other families or and friends on the same uh, plane that he was on that you know yeah. unfortunately went down. So um, just real quick and real briefly, uh, what was your thoughts and and when you heard the information and how did it make you feel and, and some things like that? Yeah, man. Um, oddly enough, when I first heard the news, I was at work and oddly enough, I was having an unusually bad day, like even for me. And I'm normally an optimist, so I try to stay positive about everything, you know. And right, right. the the weird thing was when I first heard it from some people out in the area and I heard about it. They were like, Oh, it's from TMZ. I'm like, man, that's this is propaganda. Right. We, we, we ain't focusing on right. that. That's not serious. TMZ trying to get money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, this is another day for them, like doing what they normally do. But I went on ESPN and as soon as I saw it on there, the, the ball just dropped, um, mm-hmm. lost focus for a minute. Um, actually started driving because I had to pick up um, I had to pick someone up from a hair appointment and had to stop on the side of the road and cry for a minute because right, right. it hit deep um, and honestly couldn't find the words to quantify 
what I felt until I think last night. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything finally came together. Yeah, man. And so I actually uh, went on your live um, when you were uh, talking about the situation and you was mm-hmm. you were dropping gems left and right. I don't know if, if the people that were watching were catching it. And, you know, you were saying some things about um, not him just not just looking at him as a person on a basketball court. Yeah. Because, you know, there's there's been many greats before him on the court. And there'll be many greats after him on that same court that he played on. Exactly. But looking at him as a person off the court. Now, you know, some people, I, I hate to address this, but there there has been some things on social media where people are talking just disgustingly about, you know, the, the rape allegations that were there. Yeah. That they forget he was found innocent. Yeah. But that's a whole nother topic. No. Um, you know, and, and some people just, you know, just being just just i don't even know the word to describe it but just straight hateful just so they can get you know likes or uh, or comments and things like that but anyway like i said you were dropping gems about you know his, his like his work mentality and i was like i want i wanted to at first i wanted to say yo please stop you giving information that we could definitely use for the podcast like yo i'm gonna have to tell you to cut the cut the feed real quick you know what i'm saying because that, that was some gold but um you were talking about and if you could reiterate about his work mentality. Yeah. Which can go into any facet or, or any field that anybody, you know, wants to do, whether it's a doctor or, you know, ball player or magician. I don't care. Any, yeah. Like, give, give us some about what you were talking about as far as his work ethic. So, one of the things I had mentioned, and um, it was about, it was an interview with him after he'd been in the league for some time. And it was about him being in high school and. Basically, because you know Kobe had a, like a ridiculous work ethic. Like right. uh, one moment for Team USA, um, they were telling the story about how he was doing a workout all the way until like early in the morning, and then went to go. Uh, I think it was run like at four o'clock, and then practice started like at eight or something like that. Right. And he was in the gym before everybody else taking shots. Right. Or the fact that he would take a certain amount of shots before he left practice. And if he didn't make it, he would stay after practice to make sure that those shots went in. Right. But the thing that got me was um, he was being interviewed and they were talking about his work ethic before he even went into the pros. Mm-hmm. And they were like, how did you know that you were working so hard would pay off? He said that, he didn't even realize it was work until he got into the league. Mm. So basically he was enjoying the process of becoming great. Mm-hmm. He didn't do the process to become break great. He was just enjoying the process and in him enjoying what he was doing. The end result was him becoming great. Right. I remember at one point, I think it was, um, was it it was a playoff game or I don't think it was uh in the in the finals, but he missed like a particular shot. Yeah. And it was like even after the game, he stayed there and practiced that same exact shot over and over. And it was like, dude, you just played a entire game. Yeah. Go home, rest up. And he was like, nah, because this ain't gonna happen again. Like, because there was a series that he played, and this is before uh, Phil ended up going to L.A. Okay. Um, Lord knows, I, I just watched the video, and I can't remember the name of the coach for the life of me um, of the Los Angeles Lakers, but it was when the Jazz went to the finals mm. for the second time. Mm-hmm. And Wasn't Col- that with Carl Malone? Yeah, that's when, yeah, okay, Car- okay. That's when um, the Jazz had Carl Malone. Jazz right, 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 right. This okay. is... Uh, Jordan's last championship. Got you. And literally, 
Kobe missed, I think, like three, four shots. And it's not like they clinked off the rim. They mm. were straight air balls. Mm. Like, he missed everything. And he just kept them in, the, uh, and the coach kept them in the game to make an example out of them. Mm. Not knowing that this guy later on would be the key part, one of the key parts to what a three peat, and then right. a few later down the uh, a few years later on, had two more championships added on to his mantle, all because of the fact that that one coach didn't like him. And the right. funny thing is, a lot of people run into situations like that where they're held down by somebody and mm. because they're being held down, mm-hmm. they mentally just tap out. They mentally they shut, shut down. down. Right. Like automatically quick. And Kobe wasn't that guy. <laughs> Got you. And I'm, I'm glad you said it. Cause that's a great segue into the podcast of what we're talking about today. And, and I don't know if I dropped the title on you guys uh, earlier before we got into the conversation, but today's podcast title is called keep pushing. And you just like you were talking about how Kobe was that guy, like the coach not knowing, you know, coach thinking, you know, I'm I'm going to break this kid. You know, he might be cocky or, you know, I'm going to show him welcome to the big leagues right, and all that. Right. He didn't realize that Kobe was like, nah, you don't you don't understand. I, this is going to make me stronger. This is going to make me grow. This is this is iron sharpening iron. Exactly. So being that, like I said, the, the podcast is called Keep Pushing in the past two years. Yeah. Uh, for you, because I, I don't want to give too much of your story because I want you to tell the people your story. So, you know, me following you and, and seeing the post and, and hearing the information, what were some of the things that I would say was the obstacles that almost made you say, you know what, bump it, I'm, I'm done. What what were those things in the past two years that you went through and experienced? Man, these past two years, um, just reflecting back on them, the the day that I just, I just moved like last week okay. and I actually took some time to reflect on it and I broke, like, I'm not even going to sit here and lie and I broke because mm. in the past two years, all the way up leading to this month, I had, I think lost like three jobs. I had no followers on either my Twitter or, well, yeah, on my Twitter, my Instagram was popping, mm-hmm. like popping. But it wasn't like where it needed to be. Right. So I had to scrap all of it. All of my ideas, all of my music projects, everything. I had to scrap it from top to bottom. But on top of that, personal life was way in the drain. Mm. Um, I'm talking about my car blew. I blew my car's engine. Wow. Unknowingly. Then ended up having to give the car up. Mm-hmm. Then ended up moving into a house, which about three months later we almost died from an from a house fire. Jeez. Ended up in a hotel room for 7 months. 7 months. 7 months. Four people in a in literally two beds. Mm-hmm. Luckily it was a studio 602 floors, but there was just so much tension and right. at that moment I had nothing. Like I was broken down to the smallest atom that I could be at that moment. And yeah, these last two years, honestly, there was a lot that could have made me say, you know what? Nah, ended. Right. Right. And, and I would say from, for most people, you know, just, you know, let's just cut it in half, just half of that, you know, the car troubles because, well, let's say car and, and job. Yeah. A lot of people have, you know, done crazy things or given up, Based off of just those two things, yeah. So you're you're pretty much saying you had those two things occur, 
and some. Yeah. And still can say that you're here today. Because, I mean, like, surprisingly, we shouldn't if it wasn't for me recognizing something didn't smell right. Right. We wouldn't have made it out that house. I'm talking about me, my mother, and my grandmother. We would not have made it out because um, there was a there were a couple of bottles of uh, compressed CO2. Oh wow! Sitting in the kitchen, and I literally ran to the kitchen, and the flames were inches away from the bottle. Jeez! So I had to literally grab the bottle, which was metal, so it burned. So I had to yank it and throw it away mm-hmm. in order to make sure that they didn't explode. Right. Was it the brightest idea? No, because they could still explode it anyway. Right. But that was the only instinct I had. And right, right. we ended up, as a family, fighting that fire mm-hmm. in order to put it out. And the think about a near-death experience, a lot of people don't take the time to appreciate the fact that they're alive. Right. And right. it takes sometimes a situation like that where this is a 50-50. Either you're going to make it out or you're not. Mm-hmm. The people that do make it, you have a choice to either take a new perspective or don't. And then the 50% that don't make it, they don't have a choice. Right. I, I chose the former. Right. Right. So, and it, it kind of, you know, and it kind of ties back to the beginning part of the conversation when we were talking about how, you know, I'm pretty sure you know, Kobe and the other family members that got on that chopper that day had no, at, at no point had a thought that today could be my last day. Right. You know, and so for somebody to, you know, live almost through that type of experience, you know, unfortunately Kobe, like you say, he, he was one of the, the, he was on the side of, he didn't get a choice. Yeah. And, and the, the other uh, members that were on the, the plane, they didn't get a choice because I'm pretty sure, from some of the details that they're saying about the whole chopper incident, what happened, it happened to where they didn't even they it, it was it wasn't even a thought like they didn't even have the chance to react yeah to be like oh let me say my prayers or let me you know look at my loved one that's sitting across or a friend and be like you know bro this is the last time I see you or sis this is the last time I see you I, I love you yeah before you know it, it just happened yeah so for you to you know go through that. And then still be like, well, guess what? You still got to keep going forward tomorrow. Yeah. And the next day until it is time where, you know, if you believe in God or a higher power, whatever you believe in says, okay, time to go, you know, time to leave this earthly form and be another form of energy somewhere else. You know what? I guess the question I'm asking is like, what was it that you can say actually, started to tug on you like nah don't 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 go that way come come this way what was it or what was that person or that thing or uh, activity like what was that for you well because like i joke you not for a couple days after that uh after that fire like i was i was stunned like Mm -hmm. because i'm literally standing there looking at a fire and it's just going and i'm doing everything in my power just to make sure that we make it out alive Mm -hmm. but in a sense, it's like, yo, what if that was it? What if really that was it? Like, I'm sitting there now. I'm homeless. I'm, at that point, jobless. Mm-hmm. I have no car. I have no money. I have nothing left. And I'm having to lean on people now in order for me to be okay. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, one of the things that I always lean on is my own art. Okay. And... 
I didn't even have that. Mm. I didn't even have the art at the time because I lost all inspiration in an instant. So no streaming, no music producing, no gaming, none of that. None of that. I stayed off my Xbox for about, I think, a month. Mm. And I, I didn't even touch my laptop in order to produce until June. We were in the hotel in February. And I waited that long before I was even able to touch anything. But the thing was that kind of got me through it all was, and I I think these two people to the day I die is my mother and my grandmother because Mm -hmm. they were like, yo, just pick your head up. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. But there was one moment in particular Mm -hmm. and I had just decided, you know what? I want to go to the botanical gardens, man. I I love water, mountains, gardens. Boom. That's all I need in my life sometimes. Okay. And just being out there and walking around, it was around sunset, like five, six, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just walking around outside and I'm realizing everything's beautiful out here. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I so sad if this is just beautiful? Mm -hmm. And I just kept going back and kept going back and kept going back. And slowly but surely, pieces just started fitting right back where they needed to be. Yo, there's a there's a piece of a smile here. There's mm-hmm. a laugh here. There's this here, and that's how the ball started rolling. Okay, so I w- okay, so let me it's kind of let, let's jump back a little bit. So, what was the mindset that you had, kind of like in the storm, mm. and then going to the garden and kind of starting to come out of storm? What was like the the metamorphosis of your mindset? Oh yeah, the mindset before. That happened, yeah, that was it for me. I was at a point that um, if I could, it, I'm going to be real, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep it real. Mm-hmm. If I could have ended it there, I would have. If I if that could have been the end of my story, I would have made sure that was so. Mm. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case for me at that moment. Fortunately, that wasn't the case. Right. So when I got to there, I literally didn't know what to look for. But after a while, I just kept finding things. This flower, that tree, the breeze, the clouds, sun. Man, uh, Fonte said it best. Uh, I think it's a song greater than the sun. As long as you you keep rising, then I will too. So mm. why not keep pushing forward? Right. There, there's no sense of stopping if you're going through something, that just means you stand where you're, you're staying literally in exactly what you're going through. You're not progressing. Right. Okay. So would you say the, the breakthrough almost came once you started to not try as hard or not almost like instead of you trying to claw your way out or, or crawl and kick and scream, it was kind of like, let me take a second to breathe. Yeah, because like oddly enough, the body when it tenses up isn't able to move as freely as mm. when it's relaxed. Mm. So if you're literally stressing your brain out, and this this actually began to turn around not only of every not only of just me personally, mm-hmm. but with weight loss, and this was surprising to me. Mm. You're stressing out your brain; it taxes the body, and you're so limited in your movements because of the fact that you keep the strain on yourself. But as soon as you let that go, right, it's amazing what you can accomplish in a short period of time. Yes, sir. I think one, one person asked me like, yo, 
how many how many pounds you lost? And at this moment during the summer, I was five thirty three. Okay. It was around November, and I was four eighty three. Nice. And the only thing I told him that I changed was two things. Mm-hmm. I became vegan, yes, but okay. I was a vegetarian before then. Mm-hmm. But I got rid of my stress. Mm. I let go of what was on in the mind, and as soon as that started breaking down, because going there and just you know what, relax the body, mm. relax the mind, breathe. Mm. Take time to be thankful for being alive for once. Finding a balance. Exactly. Right, Taking right. that time out, everything changes instant. Wow, it's it's, it's funny because um, like lately, I you know I'm, I'm getting into martial arts real heavy and and liking it. And I was watching a video of Michael John White, um, and he was explaining how you know like Bruce wouldn't tense the fist up until the moment of impact because he was trying to make sure that when he threw the punch, it was at its most efficient, you know, fastest. And also about the balance of the body. He was like, um, he was saying like doing certain things will make a movement so much more fluid right. than if you were to tense up. And so you talking about how, Stressing out, you know, raising your cortisol levels and things like that yeah. would tense up the body, tax the body. And then the second you start saying, okay, let's switch it the other way around. Let's start, you know, relaxing the brain. It's like everything else falls in place. Exactly. And it's funny because a lot of people don't take the time to exist within themselves. Mm. Like they will literally continue to worry about everything that's going on outside and not focus on what's in them. Yep. And that there allows certain stresses to hold you back Mm -hmm. so you're focusing on well hey you know what i may be focused on my my dad may not approve of me being what what, doing this or being whatever Mm -hmm. this is going to hold me back now Mm -hmm. it's basically what you're doing you allow your stressors to hold uh, a dominion over you Mm. and the more you allow those stressors to hold dominion over you the heavier that luggage gets. Right. Because <clears throat> it, stress is like compound interest. It just grows over time. Mm. It doesn't matter how little it starts as. That small stressor can cause big issues later on down the road unless you let go of that thing. Yes, sir. Uh, you 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 do realize we gonna have you back on another podcast or two or three or four or five or six. <laughs> seven. You know what I'm saying? Because you dropping gems, man, and it's funny because everything you're saying, and I've been starting to study, so that's giving me confirmation. Like, okay, you're you're on the right direction. You're on the right path. Yeah. So with that, with me saying that, what? In a, okay, imagine a person almost being a Siamese twin and going now. It's kind of like you're in the good and they're attached to the bad. Yeah. What would you tell them or what would you say to them being that you understand, you know, the mindset that they were that they're going through? You understand the the weight of the world being on their shoulders, how it's taxing on the mind, it's taxing the body. And it's pretty much just like, yo, why is all this happening to me? What information or what steps would you give that person to come out of that kind of like where you're at now? Mm -hmm. So, and I know this is going to seem weird because a lot of people take the time to, if like, let's say the lights are off in the house, Mm -hmm. you're going to make sure that you know where everything is. You're going to open your eyes and you're going to try to touch things and see what's around you. Mm -hmm. That causes stress. 
Mm. A lot of people will do that when the lights are off only because of the fact that, hey, you know what? I just want to make sure. And the thoughts go to that. Let's make sure we don't trip over something. Let's make sure we don't hit something with my leg. Right. I don't want to injure myself doing this. I don't right. want to injure myself doing that. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is close your eyes. Mm. In the dark. In the dark. Mm. The reason why is because of the fact of two reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, when you close your eyes, nothing can be darker than that. Mm. You are now at a point where you're closing your eyes and you're not able to see anything. Mm -hmm. You open your eyes, you're not able to see anything, but you're thinking about your surroundings. But you close your eyes and you're thinking about something internally. Mm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Why is it dark? How can I work towards the light? Right. But there's another thing that you can benefit from as well as opening your eyes. But when you close your eyes, like even right now. There's a lamp right here next to us. Mm -hmm. I close my eyes. I can still see that lamp. Mm. But the difference is with me having my eyes open and I see where the light is. Okay, let me go over here. I'm comforted just sitting here knowing that there's still light. Mm. I'm comforted knowing that there is some way out of the situation that I'm in at this moment. And I'm not going to sit here and worry about. Well, what if I trip over this? Well, what if I trip over that? Mm-hmm. I can get out. Okay, so let me let me play devil's advocate to that. So, what if the person says, "Well, that's easy for you to say because you're already on the other side and you're not going through it right now." And you know, I'm I'm in the I'm in the mud right now, and I, I just I don't see the light. Period. And even when I close my like, what what would you say to that type of person that even though you're pretty much telling them, look. Yes, you're going to go through a crappy situation. However, there's still a solution. But once you focus on the solution mm-hmm. versus focusing on, the, focusing on the situation, then you'll start to come out of it. What would you say to that person that's kind of like, I'm in the mud, but let me go ahead and, and dig my hole deeper and throw some more mud on myself? What would you say <laughs> to that person? I love playing in mud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because, and I, I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, Taoist... Um, uh, Tower's principles, but mm-hmm. the yin and the yang, mm. the dots, the two dots are significant for this specific reason. In the darkest dark, there's a little bit of light, mm. and in the lightest light, there's a little bit of dark. Mm. No one is completely out of the darkness. Never forget that, but everyone has a chance to be in the light. Mm. So if you're in mud, why not have fun in the mud? Mm. And I know that seems weird. It's like, yo, man, like literally last year, <laughs> I'm sitting here in nothingness. No, once again, no car, no house, no nothing at this moment in time. Right. And I'm still enjoying myself going outside, going on walks, laughing, dancing, chilling with my dog and having all the fun that I can have. And the reason being is because I said, you know what, I could look at the situation that I'm in as a negative Mm -hmm. or I could look at it as a positive. Your perspective is everything when you're looking at something. Right. Like one person could be looking at a number, uh, a a number, and it could be six going one way and nine the other way. You've seen Mm -hmm. that happen a lot. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, your perspective is you see a six, another person's perspective, they see a nine. Right. Who's wrong? No one is. So if there is no wrong or right answer, why not make your own? Why not say, you know what? I think today, rather than looking where I am now as a negative, mm-hmm. I see it as a positive. If you continue to see it as a negative, I have a I have a beautiful saying about this. Um, there are two views of a situation. Mm-hmm. 
either you're going to be positive or negative about it. Mm-hmm. If you're being negative about it, you have no right to complain. You're choosing where you are. Mm. But if you're being positive about it, you have no reason to complain because you're working towards it. Take that energy and move forward. Mm. So there's no point of complaining because either you're choosing to stay where you are right. or you're working to get out of it. And with that, and with that, you know, I think a lot of people would rather probably like, like, like I said, I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate again. I think a lot of people would rather, instead of listen to that, which is, is, is a hundred percent the truth. Yeah. They'd rather point the finger and blame something or someone or some situation rather than think about that way. Mm-hmm. And me, myself personally, and, and listeners, I know y'all know what I told you. I'm going through the journey with you, so I give my experience as well. You know, for a while, I was in a place of really, really bad spot to the point where I was probably the biggest butthole to be around. Even my family, they like it was it was just it was bad. It was bad because I wanted to be at a certain point in my life at a certain age. I didn't hit it. It was taking a whole lot longer. I wasn't listening and I started to started to chase things that I shouldn't have chased, which dug my hole deeper. Right. So when I finally sat back and took account, like Marvin, you are the reason why you're here. Yeah. You're being negative. Nobody's being a butt to you. You're being a butt to everybody else because basically of you. You're trying to pretty much. You're trying to find somebody to take the blame. Oh, I didn't get this job. It's their fault. Or, um, you know, I I went from 225 pounds. And in one year to 300, like literally in 365 days, I went to 330 pounds. Yeah. And, you know, I was eating good. I, I ain't going to complain. I, I do miss that level. <laughs> you know but, you know, it was it was me sitting on my butt, being in, being miserable, not taking care of my health, right. stressing like we were talking about, the, yeah. the cortisol levels, you know, rising and, and just tacking on. And I'm I'm still paying for that to the, to to this day where I'm still trying to cut body fat lose you know get healthy and all of that but yeah I really didn't see a switch until the moment I say you know what I can either sit here kind of like you were saying but not kind of but exactly what you were saying I can sit here and choose to stay here or at least I can get off my butt take my first step and see where that takes me and then keep going forward to something outside of where I am so exactly I don't think a lot of people it will move forward from their their muddy situation if that's the term we're using yeah until like you said you realize you made the choice to be negative so therefore you don't have any right to complain about it because you chose to stay in the same situation but when you're positive think differently you're going to a solution you're going to something that is gonna be better than where you're at so let me let me take off the devil hat devil's advocate hat and let me ask you what are something or what are some of the things that you've done specifically? Um, you know, I, I don't want to give it away, but I've heard you you do Reiki. Yeah. And I, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. But I'm interested. So give me some of the things that you do specifically that help keep you from going back to the dark and being like, whoa, is me. It's somebody else's fault. All right. So kind of round back to what um, the whole Kobe thing uh, mm. talking about. Um, he didn't realize it was work until he got into the pros. Right. It's about enjoying the small steps on the journey that take you to where you're going to. Mm -hmm. So, like, I joke, you know, on days where it's like, you know what? I don't have the music in me. Mm -hmm. I'm either listening to samples. I'm listening to other beats. I'm listening to my own beats and critiquing them. I'm doing something that involves music that day. 
I may not post on social media all the time, but I'm still looking at things. I'm still commenting on other posts and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure that I stay engaged with the community. Um, Gaming. Some days I may not feel like hopping on the Xbox or the PS4, man. Like some days it just is just like that. But I'm still watching other people's streams. I'm still engaging with the community that way. I'm still watching clips. Or if I'm getting ready for a competition like I did a Halo one last year. Okay. um, I may be sitting there with a notepad. Literally just writing down and watching my own game clip. Saying I could have did this better. I could have did this Mm. better. And things like that keep me on the path. Because it teaches you two things. Number one, you can improve. And number two, a. you can improve. A. So, yes, a, there you keep yourself humble. But you keep yourself confident. Because you're moving in the same direction that you need to be heading into. Okay. And, and I always stress, uh, you know, from the first episode throughout, I will always stress. I, I tell myself this up front the most that... And some people may not like me saying this, but I think it's honest. I don't think anybody can ever reach 100% in something. Because no. to me, if you're at 100%, that means there's no room for growth. Mm-hmm. And I, I say this, uh, I've, I'm, I'm kind of foreshadowing on a, a podcast that I got co- that's coming later. But I say, I made the example, if, if there was a, such a thing as perfection... Like a hundred percent perfection and no no you like you can't go any further. Yeah. Then why in the world is a car maker like Ferrari coming out with something bigger, better, faster, more luxurious, and they keep on trying to top themselves and top themselves and top the competition and top themselves? Like if if they're at a quality where you literally have to do a house payment to yeah. drive their car, like legit, like I'm talking about a down south three bedroom, two and a half bathroom, sitting almost on an acre, one hundred and thirty plus thousand dollar home, yeah. and that's the cost of their, their the low end car, low end, low end. If they're doing something like that, and they have the mindset that, yeah, we we sold millions and billions of dollars of these vehicles, but what can we do better? Why is it that a lot of people feel as though? There is a level of mastery where it's like they can now become a guru and they don't really have to worry about the learning piece. Well, I mean, it's societal, Um, Mm. to be honest with you. Mainstream society puts an image out of the perfect person, of the perfect situation, Mm -hmm. of the perfect this, the perfect that. And the problem is it doesn't matter who you are. Bill Russell came into the NBA and won a, what was it, 11 championships as a player and a player coach. Right. That most likely will never be taught. He didn't win every single ring when he was in the league. Mm. There is no player, I mean, unless you've been in there for like one to three years and then retired, mm-hmm. that has won every single ring over an extended period of time mm. in any sport period Mm. the reason being is because of the fact that as time goes on new developments happen right right and then as those new development happens somebody's going to get on that ball before you there's always someone younger there's always someone that knows a little bit more there's always this there's always this there's always that you will spend your whole entire life chasing perfection and will end up doing nothing right because at the end of the day 
Perfection and nothingness comes from the same exact area, but excellence is the only thing that you can pursue mm. to the end and be able to accomplish. Mm. And it doesn't matter how hard you work, your effort will show exactly where you're going for. So if you're trying to make the perfect souffle, guess what? You're not going to be able to make it off the bat. Right. You may make a okay souffle. That souffle may go down, but you're not going to be able to make the perfect souffle. Right. You can make the best souffle you possibly can. Mm. Everyone may accept it. Everyone may not. But if you made the best souffle you can, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know you can do it. Mm -hmm. That means you can do it again Mm -hmm. and again. See, the funny thing is about perfection, a lot of people don't understand perfection can't be duplicated. Mm. Because as soon as the perfect perfect has been done, if someone else replicates perfection Mm -hmm. it is no longer perfect Mm. because of the fact that if perfection can be replicated then it can be perfected even further got you which makes it lesser than perfection which is not perfect right okay i like that boy he gonna come back ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you he is coming (laughs) back for a couple of podcasts okay and, um, you know, I, I, I definitely enjoy this talk. You're you dropping some knowledge, some nuggets. Um, we're, we're, ladies and gentlemen, normally I, I, I try to stop this around 28 to 30, and we're about 37 because I really don't want to stop it. <laughs> However, if you want more, you got to tune into the podcast more go. and more. Okay. <laughs> so, once again, before we uh, uh, head off here, and I, like I said, I hate, ladies and gentlemen, trust me, I'm hating to cut this joint off because I'm, I'm sitting here getting excited. I was staring him dead in his face. I know you're like, bro, can you back up a little bit from the mic? <laughs> but um, real quick, once again, if we want to connect with you, if we want to you know, hear more from you, see your stream, see your live, see your music, where do we go to get that? All right, so once again, um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, it's going to be The SK Brand. I'm coming out with TikTok later on. My YouTube channel is actually launching, oh, it's uh, 746 Mm -hmm. in two hours. Okay. So the YouTube channel of The SK Brand will be launching in a couple of hours, um, dropping some music, especially from the new EP that I just released January the 1st. Mm. Um, There's one that's coming up actually in about four weeks on March the 3rd called Where It All Began. So there's another one that's coming out. Okay. Um, You can catch me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can catch me just about anywhere on on Twitch and Mixer. Look up The SK The Grizzly. Okay. And as soon as you find that, you'll find me. But another thing, and I just gonna go ahead and announce it now. There are two new parts of the SK brand that'll be launching. One I did set for June okay. is launching next month. Okay. The other one I set for August is launching in June. Okay. And that's SK mixed, mm. which takes my mixology into effect. Which I won't be making like the common drinks and everything of the sort. I have about. A thousand recipes okay. of my own that I designed that'll be coming out. But SK the Poet is coming out. Mm, okay. So a lot of people don't know I'm a slam. I used to be a slam poet. I'm coming back now. Nice. And the good thing about it is uh, we are recording this. Um, and by the time this drops, which I- I'm thinking about, I'm, a, I'm probably going. I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna probably drop this early. And well, I'm saying it, and you're gonna be actually listening to it, but. So everything he just told you that's going to be coming out uh, next month. This is we're in the the last bit of January. Yeah. By the time 
you're listening to me saying this, and I, I know how redundant this sounds, being that you are listening to it while I'm saying it, it, all his stuff will be out. So all this stuff that he he's talking, he's mentioning, go ahead, go over to the and it's T H E right S K yeah. Brand. So I want to make people make sure. So when they be like, oh, I put an S K Brand, I couldn't find because you didn't put the T H E in front of S K. So it's the S K Brand, and then therefore you know you'll find all the other outlets that he has and. Um, you can go from there uh we definitely want to say we appreciate it and the sounds that you're hearing right now the music that you're hearing is actually something that he produced called afro charisma and it is dope and no you can't use it because i'm using it i ain't giving it up to nobody so without further ado ladies and gentlemen we definitely appreciate you go on the podcast like share 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 subscribe do the whole nine go to his stuff like share subscribe do the whole nine and without further ado i'm gonna let him tell him say his his last little bit and he's gonna be out and so am i all right so just make sure on facebook either look up sk or the sk brand um i look forward to being back here in the near future um and hey i hope y'all enjoy this man oh yeah beautiful we, in, we enjoyed it. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you already know this is the podcast Life with Distinction. And I'm your host, Marvin Fields, a.k.a. The Professor Marvin Fields. And I'm out. <laughs>